This is Pro AV A to Z, a podcast dedicated to providing expert guest experience technology dialogue. Brought to you by MDM Commercial, a leading single source vendor and system integrator. One source, one MDM. And now, your hosts, Eric Scott and Chase Natoli. Welcome, AV Tweeps, to the inaugural episode of Pro AV from A to Z, where we talk about the latest and greatest innovations in AV. This program is presented by MDM Commercial, a leader in system integration with expertise in hospitality, healthcare, sports, and entertainment. This is Eric Scott, the CMO for MDM Commercial, and I am joined by Chase Santoli, the EVP of Technical Sales for MDM Commercial. Chase, what's good in your world? Tell us about some of the fun projects you and your team are working on. Uh, things have been very busy, which is exciting. Um, a, lot of, a lot of great things going on from just uh, standard standard conference room type setups, uh, video walls to kind of brighten up some some folks' spaces, uh, all the way to some really exciting projects in sports venues that we can't really talk about quite yet, but uh, we'll get there. And uh, um, some, some large projects in some resort venues and some of uh, your favorite theme parks that you enjoy going to. Um, some really large outdoor direct view LED video walls um, we've got some exciting stuff going on on the content front, um, just things all over the place, really. So it uh, keeps us all on our toes and very excited to work in, in multiple verticals from hospitality to healthcare to sports venues and, and across the board. Very cool. Yeah, I, I'm certainly uh, I love hearing about them. And, uh, you know, I know that we're we're certainly uh, uh, very excited uh, when the time's right to to share uh, the full story with uh, with all of our uh, audience. And uh, so, you know, switching gears to that, or or actually just kind of a segue to that, um, there really are a lot of moving parts uh, to a large scale uh, AV installation, so to speak. Um, from the perspective of the, in, of the integrator, uh, what do you think are some of the most important elements uh, of a successful installation? Uh, there, there really are so many more than I think most people realize. Um, you know, it, it it comes down to timing of entry for us to get involved in the conversation. But um, so many key factors because we're bringing so many pieces of technology and and moving parts and pieces of of the project together from having to work with um, the end user and and understanding their overall vision and goals. Uh, to working with their general contractor or architects if if this is part of a larger renovation and not just a standalone project. Um, you know, infrastructure needs have to come together properly and it's not it's not just slapping a screen on the wall. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of implications and different variables that can impact the success of these projects. And, and of course, from our side the team has to be very well organized and have great attention to detail um so you've you've got project managers that have to coordinate with with multiple different folks along the way uh, from different teams on the end user side or the owner side and um you know it's it's very exciting projects to be a part of and uh, we're, we're always working at, at continuing to be a more well-oiled machine and keep keep working well together. But I'd say that the most important factor is, is teamwork across the board. And it's it's got to be us and all parties involved uh, really being on board to, to work together and make these projects projects a big success. 
Yeah, great point. And and Chase, you, there's one uh, phrase that you say that I absolutely love uh, is, uh, you know, there, there's the, the common saying of um, uh, the, the person running the project and uh, gives you one throat to choke. However, uh, you prefer the saying one hand to shake. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, what exactly that that means. Yeah, for sure. Um, you definitely hear one throat to choke a lot out there. And then I think the, the biggest thing is, you know, there's a lot of folks in our industry that that are very specialized and are very good at what they do. Uh, but there's there's not a lot of people that can bring all elements of the project together from uh, providing the most aggressive pricing for the hardware to do handling the system design, working with planning and, and architecture on the front end and uh, providing you know drawings and designs for the project being, being able to really truly work with the architects and, and see the vision of the space all the way through procurement commissioning execution of the project service and support on the back end um, even if we don't have the expertise in-house we have the partners to bring it in and it is, it is all under one umbrella um, even if there's other partners involved Ultimately, it's MDM commercial and LG fulfillment's responsibility to the client to make sure the system works and that they're happy with it. Um, and, and that's just, I think, eases the burden of a lot of other people instead of having multiple trades pointing fingers at each other. Um, it's our responsibility at the end of the day. So we've, you know, we have a vested interest in making sure it works and making sure our, our partners are happy. And, um, you know, that's that's very important to, to me. I've, Kind of worked in multiple different fields and even real estate being one of them early on and you, you learn the difference between a customer and a client right? a client you have a fiduciary obligation to and i view all of our clients as partners and and i do think it's our responsibility to take care of their budgets and their vision and make sure it goes well absolutely uh so when someone comes to you with the objective uh, of creating that wow factor, uh, say in their common area, and enhancing their guest experience, where should they begin? So, I, gosh, it's it's uh, there's so many times that that I try to stress the importance of getting a partner like ourselves involved as early as possible. Um, a lot of times they'll bring consultants in that may help with their vision. Um, there are some wonderful consultants out there. There's there's a lot that don't necessarily keep up with the trends and technology. And, you know, they'll help write the spec to these projects. And by the time they hit our desk to bid or go out to bid and other people get a hold of them, you're looking at part numbers that are, you know, five, six years old, products that are discontinued, things that just aren't even viable anymore. Um, so I, I did just, it's so important to have um, you know, a neutral party on the front end that, that really can help with that and, and try to understand the vision. Um, there are just so many advancements in technology, especially as we get into, you know, OLED technology, direct view LED technology. Um, you know, I think a lot of people used to just see technology as a nuisance in their plans. And it's a, you know, it's a box on the blueprints that everyone has to work around and they hate having them there. And you know now with the ability to create curves and corners and all these really unique looking displays, it's you know this can now be centered as an architectural piece, um, you know, a, a piece of art 
uh, you know, you're starting to see even the structures that are built to hold these screens being sculptural um, and, and a part of the experience to, to help create that wow factor. Um, so the more that interior designers and architects can really start embracing these technologies, the things that we can all do together, I think the sky's the limit when it comes to putting something together that really creates a wow factor. No doubt about it. I, yeah, I, you, you mentioned the um, the designs with some of the curves involved, and I, yeah, I, I just love seeing some of the the different creative things that that can be done there. Um, uh, again, to bring that that wow factor. I mean, you don't. It's it's just amazing to see how uh, the ability to uh, create customizations like that have uh, really evolved uh, over the years. Really, uh, over the past few years, uh, quite honestly. Um, what do you think uh, some of the most common challenges, uh, the te most common technical challenges uh, that arise can be uh, in those types of projects uh, when businesses are, are trying to renovate their facility or design a new build, uh, particularly with digital signage in mind? Sure, sure. I, you know, I wouldn't say it's so much technical, but I think communication is the biggest mm -hmm. issue. Um, if you've got multiple partners that, that just aren't on, on the same page and don't all understand the vision, um, you're, you're kind of destined to hit some real rough patches along the way. Um, if anybody that's been in AV long enough probably is, is used to having to adapt on the fly and you know make the best out of situations on site. Things don't always go as planned. You know, we, we do our best to plan for, for any scenario and, you know, go through designs and, and build these things out on our own time and our own spaces before bringing it to the clients. Um, but stuff just happens and it really is communication. I think if infrastructure is a big thing, you know, making sure people understand what's really needed to make this stuff work. Um, that's a that's a large portion of the cost and people don't always realize that, you know, power and network and, you know, anything that needs to be done on the back end to support these things. Um, can sometimes be discounted or go unnoticed. Um, and, and a lot of times the screens are kind of an afterthought unless it is something that, you know, you're talking about that wow factor and integrating it in with the architecture and the plans. Um, so I, I'd say some of those things are the biggest cruxes. Um, technology availability has been a big issue that we've all faced as, as an industry-wide problem for the past couple of years. Um, I think things are getting a lot better than they were. Some manufacturers have fared better than others, um, but there's still certain pieces that that create some issues and have forced everybody to get more creative from the integrator to the manufacturers on you know new product development to make sure things are available and and can work. Yeah, that's that's uh, I think you you hit a, a very good. Um... Uh, topic there as well is is um, with supply chain uh, challenges that everyone has faced. I, I mean, I think, um, like you said, it is it's very important to have a very close relationship with your manufacturer, which is, you know, I think one of the the, the great things that we have here at MDM Commercial as well is, um, you know, really that 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 close back and forth with one another. It's it's we work with them. Uh, I mean, we are partners, uh, so we work. You know, it's uh, it's great that we work with one another with those challenges in mind, but then, you know, talking about uh, future innovations uh, and being able to, to um, talk closely about those as well. 
In terms of uh, digital signage tech trends, if we're talking about that, what what do you think uh, really stands out now? Uh, some of the hot trends, and then going beyond that, uh, what do you think is the future? Sure. No, and and I think I'm really happy you mentioned that. I mean, it is based on our partnership with the manufacturers that we work with. Um, we're we're able to help even steer that development in some cases. Um, you know, we we see a need that a client has, and the product may not be available. So. Um, and I think that kind of speaks to to where things are going, right? We're we're now thinking outside of the box, so to speak, of the traditional form factor of a TV. Um, you know, it was a four by three aspect ratio on the tube and sixteen by nine on on the flat screen. And you know, now we're we're able to create and make all kinds of custom shapes and sizes. And as content creators get more creative and, and different types of expertise comes out with this you know, 3D anamorphic content and the way ad agencies are approaching things, um, you know, these, these digital canvases have gotten pretty impressive over the last few years. You're starting to see you know, buildings covered from top to bottom, um, spheres. And again, it comes back to these just interesting shapes that you're seeing brought to uh, technology that that are inspired by nature um and I, I think it's you know beautiful to see the involvement of the the evolution of all of that and um you know it, it just takes a lot of creativity and i and i think the trend is creating more and more immersive experiences you know that wow factor is the big thing that everybody's reaching for so as you know, you see one thing pop up across the street, the, the competitive businesses on the other side of the street are going to be planning for, you know, two years down the road to outdo that one. So, you know, everyone's always kind of chasing the next best thing. And it's it certainly is pushing, um, pushing the product development along. So it's it's great to see. I think some of the biggest areas of growth is in the direct VLED technology, you know, from being able to do get away from the faceted screens where you're building a curve by putting straight square or rectangular tiles together at an angle to to having you know cabinets and led modules that are manufactured in a curved radius to to your specification um you know we've been able to build concave and convex rib freestanding structures the, the kind of a ribbon led if you will and you'll see it on on buildings and interior and exterior LED now, um, you know, the wire mesh product that used to kind of block out the view from the inside, you're, you're now able to wrap buildings and windows and keep the transparency, keep the view outside. Um, OLED technology is one that's very interesting. And I think as that technology becomes more cost effective, you're going to see that leveraged more um, from the transparent OLED screens to the open frame curved OLED screens. Um, you know, building video walls out of that, putting in, uh, putting it, uh, you're leveraging it in advertising on, on glass in different ways, whether it's retail or, um, you know, in a hotel, anything that's got a glass railing can be essentially turned into a canvas now where people can see through it and you can almost create content to integrate with the people and the scene and what, what's there behind the glass. Um, and then of course that pushes the software as well. Uh, you know, being able to continually drive and develop the software from the multitude of CMS platforms that are out there. Um, 
and I think again, going back to the the one hand to shake note, right? I, I don't think that we are the best at all of these things, but I do think being who we are allows us the the freedom to go out and find the best partners that that may be the best in the specific area of the project that we're working on. And um, it's just really exciting to be able to work with all these different creative, very intelligent people and partners that uh, that bring so much to the table. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Um, you you talked a little bit about the the transparent uh, the transparent OLED technology in there as well, um, and, and yeah, certainly something that really uh, is intriguing to me, and and all the neat things you're able to do with that. Uh, where what setting do you do you see that um, really coming into play and in, in being the most effective? So I think there's a lot of applications for it. I think we're still scratching the surface. I think the quickest to adopt has been high-end luxury retail. Um, you know, and, and part of that's based on the price point of the product, the entry of it. But uh, we've also seen it utilized in uh, in a lot of theme parks, from um, Kennedy Space Center to um, Universal Studios, integrated into the ride experience. Um, you know, in the queue and uh, different things like that. You know, retail, it's a pretty pretty easy to see the application where you may have a display case that uh, you've got some items in it and you have that transparent OLED in front of it. Could be playing a video where you don't even realize it's transparent and then, and then boom, it, you know, clears the way to a beautiful piece of, of whatever it may be, you know, a Rolex behind the glass. Mm -hmm. um, that's probably been the most common use that we've seen so far. Uh, but again, even uh, going back to Universal Studios, you know, if you've if you've been on the newer Velocicoaster that opened up there um, and you're going through the line, you finally get to the point where you can kind of look through some windows and see the coaster where people get on and, and before it takes off, then all of a sudden, uh, you know, a Raptor runs across the glass right in front of you and you don't realize that those are not just windows, but those are LG's transparent OLED displays. Excellent. Well, uh, that that does it for our first uh, our first episode of Pro AV from A to Z. Uh, thank you so much, AV Tweeps, for for joining us. We look forward to future episodes. We'll have uh, different guests on. We'll touch many different hot topics in the industry. Uh, so for Eric Scott and Chase Hattoli, thank you so much, and we look forward to having you again. This has been a production of MDM Commercial, a premier single-source system integrator for commercial facilities of all sizes. To learn more about our products and services, visit mdmcommercial.com.